This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Today we head to Richardson, Texas, where we meet Burton Ernie, I mean Burton John, to rescue their bar, the Harbor Point Club, and we're talking all about it today here on the Bar Rescue After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bar Rescue After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Kevin, it was a hell of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I, what a roller coaster episode! I'm still stunned by the black screen in the end. I mean, just how can 44 minutes <laughs> unravel? I, I, this, I mean, again, all right, we're seconds in, and I'm going to reference pirates. Yeah, <laughs> but this could be as moronic that a decision as the pirates. You, of you course, know. you guys know Kevin is talking about the fact that we'll get to later that it looks like, uh, as we saw in the final moments, Burton John may or may not be continuing with the uh, refer- concept that was pitched. When referencing pirates, it's you know someone comes in and gives you you know millions of dollars worth of uh, <laughs> advice, consulting, equipment, renovation, and you go in the opposite direction and literally light <laughs> some of the stuff he gave you on fire and burn. I mean, it, uh, insanity, insanity. I mean, I, again, I. I, I'm sorry because we have to host this <laughs> of the role. By the way, a great episode. Great episode. A, a, you know, entertaining. You, you. What did you, you? What did you initially say about the two of them? I said it was like peak bar rescue. Like, was this a new level of tragedy? No, we've had. We've oh had, no, no, we've, we've had, had plenty of tragedy. We've I'm had sure. plenty of tragedy. We've had wor- way worse. Um, no, for me, it was just standard. Tragedy meets goofy meets a lot of goofy meets lame meets um, you know being so depressed and in such a dark place and then you know meeting that with medication and somehow thinking things are going to get better that way and where you just see it only gets worse. Well, of course, guys, we're going to be talking all about the episode today here on the Bar Rescue After Show. If this is your guys' first time tuning in, this is your official Bar Rescue After Show on After Buzz TV. My name is Jeff Graham, and as always, I'm joined by the incomparable Kevin Undergaro. Kevin, this is one of the highlights of my week, and I'm particularly excited to talk about this episode. You know, Jeff, it's mine too, because... It's so great to see you discover this every week. Yeah, I'm it's almost the more, show more fun more. than us doing it seven seasons together. For you to and and I, I, I texted John. I swear he probably thinks I'm I'm just fanning out. Or but I'm so genuine. When I say it is every bit as compelling and interesting to me now as it was. You know that first season. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, it's it's been a great great 
great season six. It's been a great season six. We're at season six, episode 39. Mm. Um, it's also being labeled as episode three of part three of season six. So they're really pulling this season out. But okay. we're grateful for it because it means new Bar Rescue episodes. I actually watched this on a plane last night. I was happy. I was flying Delta and they had direct TV. So oh, nice. I watched it live on the plane and I wouldn't miss an episode of this show. Of course, we're talking all about the show. This was the episode following Burton Rick at the Harbor Point Grill. But that's not all we're doing. We, unfortunately, for you listeners, have some Bar Rescue updates about the bar. And um, we have our Taffer takeaways. And and can I tease? We got Please. an email from Rick Roundhouse. We sure did. Uh, from uh, last week's episode. Was it last week? Uh, yes, it was last and week. And yes. I'm sorry, you guys. It's just between all the after shows I cover, my age and the fact that we've done so many seasons of Bar Rescue, I already forget the title of the of, I think it's episode 39. I can tell you that from season uh, thir- six. Yeah, th- maybe 38. But um, okay. yes. Wasn't that it was- last week? That was last week. This is 39 this week. Copy. So, okay. Yeah. So 38. Anyway. So, but we'll be talking about that in our Bar Rescue update. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. We've gotten into some of our thoughts already, Kev, but I have to agree with everything you said. And Taffer, you know, there's some weeks where Taffer goes easy. He was sweet with these guys sometimes, but when he was back in the kitchen, you know what it is? Taffer does not tolerate dishonesty. He, well, he is. Yeah, he does not. He doesn't. Two things he doesn't like. He doesn't like bullies. He doesn't like. Um, even though I know the argument would be that he bullies, but he's doing it for a purpose. Mm-hmm. He's not just abusing someone. Abuse somebody. He's trying to break you down so he can build you up. He doesn't like. Especially doesn't like bullying of women, and he doesn't like dishonesty. Those yeah. are his like sets him off. Here's the one thing that I do want to talk to John about, and I wish I know Katie Dirks was the EP for a while, and I know Katie, and I don't know if she's the EP there anymore. What I found strange was him saying, you know, a lot of these bars are being phonies now. Mm. You know, at the beginning, did you notice that? Yeah, and there were some format things I want to talk about. Not only that moment. It, well, well, here's the thing. I'm glad they acknowledge that because we're, we're, we've known in the past certain bartenders will do the dog and pony act just to get the a giant renovation either to... Upgrade their bar or sometimes just get the renovation and then flip it and sell it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like the fact that John called that out, but it never really paid off. I agree. I feel like if you called that out, storytelling-wise as a producer, if you're going to call that out, then halfway through we should find out, wait a second, they're actually making money. They're actually, you know what I mean? And let's get out of here. It's a big or, choice to make. But what, yeah, I don't know why that was thrown in. I really don't. I think I wonder if it was like that's a way to answer critics who are, you know, or is it a way to send a message to other bar owners and they just squeeze it in this episode? But it never paid off. Well, here's what I'll say, Kev. In general, there's been a trend we've been seeing on reality TV. And one of my favorite things about my job, guys, is this isn't the only show I host. I host some other shoes and I produce for our network as well. So I consider myself sort of like a pop cultural connoisseur with this stuff. And in general, there's been a movement on reality TV to pull back the curtain a little bit for viewers. You know, 20 years ago, I think so too, because Mm -hmm. 20 years ago when reality TV first started, they were giving us the guys that everything was real and there was no producer. Well, when it first did with the Osbournes, Mm -hmm. it was, but what happened was it was tens of thousands of hours of video right? and then tons and tons of money spent in editing. right? And then it was like, okay... Um, how do we do this cookie cutter style? Mm-hmm. So then it just was all like slick produced, which it still is, but 
like you say, people are starting to get onto it. So they're starting to, with social media and the truth getting out, Yeah, they're starting to now address that. So this, to me, represented a moment sort of in that trend, which as a reality TV viewer, I actually appreciate. I love, love. A very interesting moment. Quickly, if there's any Bachelorette fans out there, this was the first season we had a contestant who is a frontrunner right now in the finals say to the lead halfway through the season, I've got to be honest with you, I came on this show for fame. But I'm falling in love with I you. I love it. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Great. And you know what? That's a really smart producer that allows it because I can't tell you how many producers I've worked with mm-hmm. who've been like, no, edit that. And I'm like, right. no, let it play through. Yep. That's amazing. You know, we do. So I know you do a Bachelor and Bachelorette here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and check it out, guys, if you're fans. Jeff does a fantastic job with it. We also do 90 Day Fiance here. Oh, yes, and we, we just launched 90 Day Fiance now. So mm-hmm. a little plug. Um, for that show, but with 90 Day Fiance, they're also doing more to own up to, you know, the other part of it, the the the, the truth. You know, even even how they shoot their uh, reunion, mm-hmm. it's it. There's just as much shot behind the scenes as there is when they're all up on the set with the fancy lights, which I think is great. It's great because we're not dumb, right? You know, we've been watching reality TV long enough that we know some of the dog and pony tricks. So let us see them. Let us in on the show yeah, with you. I agree. Um, but so that, still doesn't know. But for this why? Case. Yeah, just seemed. And, and by the way, if you go back and um, going back, it was John voiced some of it over. Mm-hmm. Like there's a process called ADR. I noticed that, which is uh, you know, and, and we all do it. And sometimes to speed things up, you know, they'll they'll have the host or an actor and post say the lines and then insert them. And and you can if you listen carefully, you can hear mm-hmm. it. Just doesn't sound the same because you know. They're 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 being recorded in a booth, um, and not in the you know on the um, on the bar itself. So obviously the sounds gonna be different. So I don't know why they made this choice. I have here's what I will say. I wish it would have paid off halfway through if we would have seen that come to Jesus moment. I mean, but storytelling wise, it it needs to. I also think it did lead to an interesting moment though, because okay. that was the moment that actually caused the guys to break down. To me, it was the test whether or not, depending on how they react, mm. we'll get a real look as to whether or not these guys deserve the renovation. Mm. It's sort okay. of like there's a parable in the Bible so, that you guys probably know where there's a baby and there's two mothers claiming it's the baby. Yeah. And they say, well, cut the baby in half. And the mom who reacts and says, no, 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 the other person can have it. Yeah. This was sort of that moment for me where they reacted with such remorse that it proved to John the stakes were high enough that they okay. really should rescue the Okay, all right, fair enough. That's how I took it. All right, I think you're right. Um, but in general, it's been interesting to see the show switch up format, and I hope we continue to see that happen because it keeps the show fresh. Um, of course, talking about... Well, let's talk about these guys first. We have John and Bert. Um, classic Bar Rescue doofies. And a great title, John and Bert Bought a Bar. John and Bert Bought a Bar. But what's interesting here is John and Bert didn't really buy a bar... Bert bought a bar. $400,000. <laughs> and John joined. He All of his retirement. Yeah, but, okay, John put in 10000 Jeff. <laughs> and he's the one there for 12 hours You're a day. right. That's true. He's drinking. Yeah. But still. But he's there. Drinking. And he's got the personality, you know? You know what? What they, would the bar be without John? One of my old bosses in the carny business always said, ours is not labor. <laughs> That's true. It's not. So it's absolutely just because true. you say, I can't tell you how many people that like, well, I was, I, um, I'm killing them. I'm working 10 hours a day. No, you're putting in the hours, but you're not working. Right. Couldn't agree more. Um, man, I, you know, so it was, uh, I wonder, we were talking about this. I wonder if, if Bert 
didn't have a man crush on John. It's an interesting theory to that put kept up all that money behind the scenes. Maybe there's some behind the scenes relationship dynamics between these two mm. that maybe go beyond friendship. Yeah, maybe. Very and, interesting. And you know, and it would it would make sense on why they would be drinking so much too, yeah. you know, but, but if that's the case, but it was uh I don't know, you know, it's like so many people, you know, if you think that your problems are going to get fixed through any kind of medication, you know, when you I mean in term when I don't mean like when I say medicating, I mean alcohol or recreational drugs or even uh, you know, um mind-altering drugs mm-hmm. that are prescription. Um, it it doesn't doesn't work. Right. It only gets worse. Mm-hmm. It only gets worse, and you lose your will and your drive, and your faculties to actually fix the problem. And the best thing is just roll your sleeves up, be a man, and attack the problem. Right. You got to go in head but first. But this is what I see so much. I see this all the time in in people's lives, and especially we see it on Bar Rescue, where they just get in this vortex, mm-hmm. uh, and these guys are clearly in it. So, Kev. I gotta say, for a minute, I had trouble believing the crocodile tears from these guys. Eventually, I did. They were drunken tears. Yeah. Now, I think the other, I think the tears for John, Bert, were real at the end. And I, but I think that John is, you know, your typical drunk. And there's the happy drunk. There's the sad drunk. There's the violent drunk. He's he's probably one of those guys that just always cries. Yep. I kind of sense when he, that too. when he drinks. You could tell they were intoxicated during these moments. Oh yeah. Um so John at this point once he saw they were emotional, he went pretty easy on them. He said, "Okay guys, I'm going to help, but you've got to be all in with me." Well, I'm glad he was easy because Bert seemed like a nice guy. Bert seems like a nice guy. You know, he he didn't seem like uh And John always knows how to coach. Yep. So I don't know how if beating up Bert would have been would would have gotten him the results, especially if they were drunk, you know. Oh, forget it. It's not they, the yeah. time to right. Well, he, that doesn't stop John. <laughs> You're right. We've no, seen that it. doesn't stop John. But I think that sober or drunk, I don't think Bert. I don't think Bert needs that. No, I think he needs a different uh, kind of uh, J- John. You don't John, think John needs that? John needs it. Wait, yes, thank you. Sorry, Bert. Bert, Bert does. Bald Bert, spiky haired John. Thank you. Spiky haired John totally needs he it. He does need it. And I'm because of that, it's a perfect transition. I will jump back a little bit, but I want to talk about this moment in the kitchen when John catches the other John lying. This is the moment. A couple of fibs. We see full Taffer Hulk rage. We get throwing. We I think this was the first time in a while I've seen a full pizza plate flip. It was amazing. And this poor cook is trying to navigate the situation. What was the quote where they go, uh, did you recall, did you serve this last night? And he goes, you know, I, I don't recall serving this last night. Yeah, I don't night. recall. <laughs> Dude, that's the, yeah, right in the back pocket of any liar. Yes. I don't recall. So this was amazing. But John went, I will say, John went in. The quote we got was, get on your effing knees and pick this shit up, you piece of ass. I want you to wallow <laughs> on your knees. It's yeah. pretty, pretty good. So, Jeff, um, can you imagine a millennial hearing that? Not really, Kev. Unless you want a right? lawsuit. I mean, right? If you want the litigation. I'm traumatized. <laughs> it's just so funny how the, it, it, there's a, there was an old saying um, back in the day. Um, it was like Inspector Callahan from the um, Clint, old Clint Eastwood movies, mm-hmm. you know, um, Dirty Harry. Yes. And um, they would always say his... You know, he's an old dinosaur and his ways are outdated. And, you know, he was, but like the ways of Taffer, it, 
Those those aren't going to hold water with the new generation. Could you imagine saying that? I catch myself sometimes, and I met John. Imagine, I love Taffer. I admire him. I think he's a great business role model. There are times when my millennial wokeness creeps up, (laughs) Kev, when I'm watching. When I can feel my agent think, "Is this okay? What he's saying?" I well, here's the thing: it's we can eradicate all of it. Let's Mm -hmm. get rid of all of it. But here's what you have to do: go to your church, your temple, your synagogue any place of worship, and just pray that America has enough technology in terms of nuclear power <laughs> to defend you. Yeah. Because I don't know, I don't see where we have it in us to come together. Right. You know, you, it's, you know that World War II generation that came out of a depression, came out of a war, came out of two wars, some of them. Um, where do you think they came from? Right. You know, like you, you know, getting knocked down, having to get back up. You know, from being disciplined. For, yeah. And I just in this quote woke world, allegedly woke world that we're 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 building. Great as long as there are eighty nuclear warheads surrounding our country to protect us. Because I just I don't know what would happen if there was any massive hardship. I don't know. I don't know what all you woke people will do. If we can take it. When the chips are down. Oh, forget. You won't. No way. Yeah. Oh, we're done. Well, we wood, guys. are done. <laughs> yeah. Again. Yeah. Just again. Just pray. Like I said, I gave you what to do. If you're not going to like work the, on getting discipline the issue and is, toughening Kev, up. I'm not sure our generation is particularly religious. Church attendance is down. So I don't know. Who's... No, no, no. Because we're not religious. We're spiritual. That's true. See, Jeff, I, I, I get you guys more than you do. That might be true. I'm yeah, kind no, of we're spiritual. So, yeah, so so then you go to, like, who is who are some of the gods? Locutus? Like, who is some of the, like, <laughs> a lot of it's do you pray astrology. to grass? Mercury, a lot of the, I don't do the stars, Great. but a lot Great. of people out here do the stars. Right, perfect. So yeah. we just have to make, again, just make sure that, you know, we don't, ha- we don't get invaded or we don't get attacked <laughs> or we don't have any major hardships. And we'll then see. all will be well. Then I love the new way of doing things. I really do. It sounds great. If only. Would you say it's uh, amazing? Ah, uh, amazing. <laughs> well, okay. So sorry. No, it's you know what, Kev. I love it. I love getting a Get look on you. your knees and clean. That I shit. want you to wallow. I love it. But you know, it's funny. I you bring up an interesting point. You know, I wonder if Paramount or Bar Rescue. I wonder at some point if if some line will be drawn or if. If someone on those shows won't be litigious. You know what, though? This interesting, this will be a quick aside, but with the kind of waking up of Hollywood and the Time's Up moments, a lot of people who already have an established pattern of behavior don't aren't necessarily held to the same standards of people who have pretended to be someone else for as long as they have. So one of your heroes, Howard Stern, who I love Stern, I think right. he's a brilliant interviewer, yeah. but if he weren't the man and the deed, the shock jock that he was for decades, he might be getting in some trouble. But Taffer's established himself as someone who conducts himself this way. Stern, who, again, I think I is an incredible interviewer. I just think there's some people that have... Uh... There's some people who found a way to sidestep their yes. past, and I don't, uh, I don't know why, necessarily. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because yeah, when you hear, when you see the yelling and the screaming, which I is by the way, I love, but also I don't want to see people be abused. But you want to see people change, and you want to see them grow. Right. And in those four days, you've got such a short amount of time mm-hmm. that that's what's necessary. By the way, that. It's what the military, it's sports, you know, you know, it's just break the person down and then right. rebuild them. So it's John's way. That's what Taffer does. And I'm sure there's an element of production 
notifying these people that tap is going to come in. So you think it's maybe better we just give them anti-anxiety meds? You mean and have them meditate? Yeah, there's got to be other ways to do this. No, Jeff, I th- right? it's, to, it's the show, to right? To rescue the bar, and I think that's what that's why we tune in. We don't tune in for Kumbaya. There's plenty of shows, but even still, let's not even talk about why we tune in. What's going to fix that bar? Yes, right. there's certain people like Bert that you give a softer hand to, and we've seen John that. And then there's other people you got to shake them up. You have to disrupt, right? I agree. I think we that's Taffer goes in with a very strate- specific strategy. All right, we'll get back to the show. We should go back to the show. Um, but this is so Taffer goes in. He really does his best to break Bert. Um, and he leaves the bar and says, you know, this has got to be clean and organized by the next day. And you know what? To their credit, it is. And we get into our first training. We have, oh, love this Phil Wills tidbit that we get. I didn't mention it. Love it, but we, right. Uh, We've got Phil Wills and Chef, is it Ryan? Ryan, yes. Who um, I love. He's amazing, too. I do, too. Yeah, he's great. He always brings um, a great flair to his food. Uh, did you know you need to shake a cocktail with the glass behind you? Because that's the most likely to pop out. I don't know if you guys saw that moment, but oh, no. the first time they're shaking, yeah. you always put the shaker facing the bar patrons and the glass behind you, because if the glass becomes dislodged, it'll fly backwards instead of into the faces oh, of your patrons. Oh, never knew that. A great Phil Wills um, tidbit there. Phil Wills is the man. He's the man. And the first round of food, which will set the precedent for the rest of the show, are these hot dog tacos. Maybe not for me, but I like alternative tacos. Okay. So I don't know how I felt about the... Hot dog tacos, but I liked a lot of what we saw later in the episode. Did you like the CRP drinks? Eh, I liked mint. Wait, are we talking about the... Because the, in this show, which I love, mm-hmm. kind of uh, new format to a degree. Yes. He he almost did a, a recon. You know, He handled recon himself by ordering the six drinks. Yes, I did skip that. In ordering all the food. And I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And I thought where they were going with the dishonesty, I was thinking because the, the drinks were all sugary and you didn't taste the alcohol, I was thinking that maybe he was uh, adding water to oh. the booze. But that wasn't the case. Not that I we thought saw. that's where, okay. But that that wasn't the case. Anyway, I, just, I wanted to make mention that no, it was, a, it it was a good sidestep. Yeah, it was it's, it was fun to see Taffer do recon, you know? Yeah, yeah um, I like that. It was great. The show always keeps us on our toes, which, which we appreciate. Um so this is the new training um, I did enjoy during the training. Steven, one of the bartenders, talks to Phil Wills and says, you know what? I think you know what you're talking about. Which, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I think Phil laughed a little bit, but also was 5% insulted by that. But he took it with a grain of salt. Uh, but this does lead to our stress test. Uh, we pack the bar, as always. And the gimmick here, which I don't know if I've seen it in an elimination-based stress test. This was, if you get five uh, marks on your back... You're out. Yeah, yeah. The elimination seemed new. I've seen we close the bar if this much happens. And I've just seen them littered with stickers. Yes. I've seen that before. But I think the first time as you're out of the game was an interesting right. I new, like that. Again, yeah. changing up the format. Um, they. This was an intense stress test. There was an, a sense of fun about it, which I appreciated because sometimes stress tests are just so ruthless. I think with this one, with Fifi and with the cook, there was teasing if people were messing up. It was still serious, but I think because we had had so much intense yelling earlier, they took a bit of levity with this stress test, which I thought was smart for the show. Yeah. Um, but it... You know, when you see the girl crying her eyes out, it clearly wasn't. Well, I think it was because she knew it was on her. I really appreciated Fifi in this moment because she said, yeah. I just, I, 
Uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, she wanted to own up. She said, I let myself down. Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I, le- I enjoyed her reaction. Yeah, she wasn't lot. upset about being yelled at. She was upset about letting herself down. She let down. herself down, which I thought was, yeah. Um, and again, after this stress test, John, Ryan, and Phil put their heads together. And we're like, we're lost. You know, it's funny. Every It's almost like every week this is the most inept crew. And John's not, sa- he's not like that much of a uh, showman salesman. No, he's not. So he's not like... Doing the wrestling, like if you know the world of wrestling, every week it's like, this is the greatest opponent in history, or this is the, you know. I was thinking about, God, is there a worse crew? We've seen, I mean, it's, I think that just on this show, when you hit a level of bad, you're just, it's just one or the other. Like, this is a Kevinism, you have to take, I don't forget the exact expression, Kevin, you have to take what you're given. Take things as they are. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, I always say, uh, you just deal with what is. Deal with what is, and, yes. You know, and, That's what John does. And he does, I, well, listen, when he's at his best, he does. Mm-hmm. There's times on the show where I feel like they get way too intricate with menus, way too intricate with drinks, and I'm just like, these guys, the minute you walk out, are never going to handle it. Right. What I love tonight is that he was like, listen, these guys can't handle, this is one of the worst teams we've ever seen you know mm-hmm. so let simple menu simple uh, drink menu simple food menu and so I was what like, they, yes i always i get excited when he he does that and so what they did was the simple food menu was basing every single entree on tacos so we have a southwest taco which had fries and beef in it we not, have yeah and not only that john i mean sorry jeff I didn't mean to interrupt you. You keep going. I'm going to save it. No, tell me about the different tacos. Yeah, so we had the... That's all right. We had the Southwest taco. We had the Taffer taco, which was sort of a variant of what we'd seen before. And even that dessert taco with a churro shell, which I love churros. I love whipped cream. I would be all over that. Yeah. So what I was going to say is, here's the brilliant... Here's why John's so brilliant. And I think the most brilliant people are the ones who know how to make lemonade Mm. out of situations. You know, so, okay, I've got a staff that is totally inept, maybe the most inept in... The hundreds of shows we've ever done. Yet, it's a big bar, and we would leave a lot of money on the table if we didn't do food. So John's like, let's come up with one simple item. Brilliant. But here's what is more brilliant is he spins it Mm. to say, oh, no, this is not weakness. This is strength. Yep. And here's our strength. We're going to be... We're going to have the biggest taco menu in Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas, which is known as big. And now you have the biggest menu in the biggest state of exclusively tacos. So talk about, you know, making that all came from the fact that these guys couldn't cook yep. and serve. And the spin is, yeah, we're the biggest variety of tacos in Texas. Brilliant. Incredible. Brilliant. I thought the exact same thing, Kevin. Genius. He took what could have been a Band-Aid or a crutch and turned it into a superpower. That's right. I, that's what the greats do. That's what the greats do. I have to quickly shout out, I just heard about a new business strategy that Kohl's is pushing, and I thought the exact same thing when I heard it. You can now make Amazon returns at any Kohl's. Yes. The reason yeah. this is brilliant is because it's been Amazon... been going on for a while, actually. Oh, has it? Yes. I think that's so brilliant because Amazon's putting a lot of these big box chains out of business. So Cole says, no, let's draw all of the that's Amazon it. customers so smart. to our stores. Genius. They'll come here and they'll buy. So that's right. It's, it's the same kind of thing. So, and listen, how many times at AfterBuzz? We do this constantly. Yep. You know, we're constantly fighting budgets. We'll sometimes even have hosts that will have to take off of shows because they're not strong. What I've always been proud of us is we have... We've made a number of big stars out of hosts that we've taken off a show because they weren't very strong and then created something tailored for them, Mm -hmm. and they've become stars. So 
we try to apply that here every day. You know, uh, I Vince McMahon, who runs WWE, I hear one of the things he's always saying when they, anytime there's a major problem, he'll go, okay, all right, guys, um, how do we spin this into a positive? Mm-hmm. Or what's, where, where's there an opportunity in yes. all this? Where's there not, you know, and I think that's what greats do. Absolutely. So, and that's, that's and why Jeffers is also a producer on the show. Because yeah. that's also what producers have to do, especially for reality. That's right. It's unscripted. Any moment, it's not a setback, it's an opportunity. That's so, right. That's right. Uh, beautiful decision. Um, you know, and this really does lead pretty beautifully into our renovation. And we'll talk about our heart-to-heart quickly before. I just am excited to talk about how these tacos you're, look. But You're drunk, you, John, <laughs> and then Bert, you follow him in his drinking. Yep. And uh, we have to stop. It was Great. it was moving to see Bert get emotional, though. You know, that was a good moment. I'm not sure what John's Well, at, I but... like... No, no. John you had water in his eyes. He was tearing up. Yeah. What was great about Bert is that he he didn't blame it all on John. He admitted his own failure, yep. which was, I let it happen. Mm-hmm. It was you great. Know, I was sitting there drinking with him, too. It's a great, it was a great heart-to-heart, and it seemed at least like John had gotten through to these guys. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but this renovation, again, a gorgeous renovation. Most importantly, let's talk about this name change. Okay, can I also say something yes. about the heart-to-heart? Yes. When John, drunk John, said, you know, it's nice to be sober and, to, you know... Uh, have people respond to me in a more positive way and to have a clearer head. I've heard these things from people that have dried out and they're starting to, they, when they start to see the positives of being sober, mm. wow, I'm, I don't wake up with headaches. I don't like, you know, um, I'm able to do a good job and I'm feeling energy because I'm doing a good job. My staff respects me more. Now I want to work harder, like everything. So when I heard him saying this, I go, oh my God, like, I know it's only four days, but maybe this is he's going to be in the 5% that John's able to reach. Mm. So setting me up, obviously, for what's going to come later. So now let's go to the renovation. Yes. So we changed the name from Harbor Point Grill to JB Taco. It's a good name. Great name. Also, you know, I've been down on the signs before because I know John has a very short amount of time to make the signs happen. But if you notice amazing neon sign mm-hmm. jb taco so so it had a better looking sign than the sign that was there it's great name is great um so i was like let's go inside so inside we go gorgeous loved the new walls uh you know new nice fresh wood it looked like they actually extended the bar which was pretty cool before the bar seemed to just be a u in the center but they pulled it out along the edges so that the bar now had almost like a thrust stage yes i thought it was really cool the way they repositioned the bar of course we have harbor touch pos under lit well and then they foosball machines which i thought think is so fun i mean it looked like such a fun freaking place to go in have tacos, margaritas, like great. what? A, like, did not that just reek of fun? Have you been to Petty Cash Taqueria in uh, on Melrose? No, it's fun. It's kind of near. Uh, why can't I think of the name? Matza, and it's this is all LA stuff. But there's a really fun sort of taco bar that kills called Petty Cash Taqueria in LA. Any of our LA listeners, you can check it out. But totally gave me those vibes, and I wanted to go. I love tacos. I would have gone to JB Taco that night to check it out. Oh my god, I so would have gone. Absolutely. Um, so I will say, though, Kev, we've been talking about the renovations are starting to feel a little samey. I feel that way a little bit with this one, too. Did you feel like What's you had that? this? The, the renovations are starting to feel kind of samey to me. Oh, we talked about this. Last week. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I have to talk to John about who 
sorry, I just got an important text. I have my phone on because I texted John. I was so upset. That's I texted the, uh, Taffer about it's this. It's the fun of live TV, guys. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. I you know John had a great his. I think his best production designer um, was. I think season almost season one or season two mm. to like five, and I think she got um, she got pregnant and and I think ended up uh, staying home to be a mom and mm. not be you know so I I like the renovate I mean I like the renovations but I'm yeah I feel like some of them are the same but but listen still amazing when right. you compare what these things were it's still phenomenal renovations. But my favorite ones are the ones where we get super creative. I agree. Where John puts in the weird innovations and the bells and whistles and the, you know. Yeah. I think the novelty here was truly in the menu. So but, we'll credit but, them But there. again, as far as a winning bar. Yes. Me and my wife, I would love to go there. I'd, I'd bring my friends there. Oh, like, yeah. let's go. Like, great. By the way, even a great meeting place. For sure. We'll so have fun. some margaritas. We can have some beers. We'll have some tacos. We'll go play a little pool. Like, it's great. It just, it, it almost looked like a, um, like a chain. Yeah, in the best way. In the best way. I the thing I thought Kev was exactly that. It connoted that like two dollar sign on Yelp, but great restaurant option. You know the sign, the way it looked. You could tell that you can go and not spend too much money, but still get a consistent high quality experience. Totally franchisable. I think John should run with this. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Are, is there a all you can eat taco chain? You know we have the. I think all you can eat always gets scary. Yeah. But I mean, this but vibe I've been, though. No, but the vibe of the biggest taco man. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think because you know it's funny. I speaking. We've been my wife and I like we like to go to Mexican chains. Mm-hmm. We're kind of weird sure. like that. Chili's and yeah, but Chili's has become Americana right. and it's gone downhill. And it's more Applebee's and now. Chevy's was around like that. They've gone away. They were you know we don't really have. Um, I know there's. I've not tried salsa and beer. It's good. Is it good? Yeah, we'll have it's, to go. It's more local, but but still, um, yeah. But tacos, even there's pink taco here in LA. You ever been to there? I haven't been. No, I've that, wanted to. That's nice, but it's a little foo foo. It's a little high end. Yeah. This is a place where you can go. I, you're right. I think there's definitely a chain here. Well, there's something here. We thought there was something here. Kev. Oh my god! And unfortunately, this gets us into our news, our bar rescue updates. <sighs> After Buzz TV News. That bomb bringing us into news feels especially potent today, guys, because you all saw it. The only messaging we get after the fact is, John and Bert have decided to go in a different direction with this bar. (sighs) Woof. In fact, I just mentioned that, and guys, I have to show you. Speaking of pulling back the curtain a little bit, I have some behind-the-scenes footage of Kevin watching this in studio when he found that out. Yeah, because you guys had seen it. You and Bree had seen the show already, which you know I didn't know. And I'm innocently, I'm watching it, I'm taking my notes, I'm preparing for the after show, and... Just rewind a little bit. Give us five seconds before that, J-Lo. Yep, she's getting it all prepped. Okay, that's good, J-Lo. Bump the clip. Okay. So in audio, tell us what's going on. <laughs> Kevin is stunned, slack-jawed, horrified. That slap that you... I I just can't. I, I just... I, I can't. I don't... How do I... How do you even cover this show? <laughs> this was... Yes, that was my reaction. The slap that you guys heard was Kevin fist-pounding fist the table out of rage. I just... 
<laughs> I. If six, you're a podcast listener, you six, have to hop on our YouTube and watch please. that. Please. Six seasons ago, you guys, when I started covering the show, you know, these, this show pushes, as much as I'm entertaining, it pushes all of my buttons. Jeff? <laughs> like, let me go to your parents, because you're young and you've met me, and I do a lot for you. Yes. But I'd love to ask your mom and dad, like, has, who's come into their lives and said, Here's a hundred thousand dollars worth of here's two three hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and renovation, another quarter of a million in consulting. Just there you go. Oh, plus publicity on uh, uh, one of the number one shows on TV. Here you go. Who's I mean, who's ever done that for your parents? No, nope. no, nobody. Like who does who does this in life? You know who gets all of these like great like and, and this is how you react. <laughs> And you know what? It's not a coincidence. They're friggin' drunks. Yeah. It's not a coincidence that th- this is what this is addictive behavior at its best, based on narcissism. You know, you know, it's unbelievable. It's uh, you know, it infuriates me. And there was one month after the renovation oh, that they changed the name. I mean, like I was expecting sales up thirty percent and working. <sighs> Okay, if there was one time, if there was one time that I did not think, yes, I could see him going back to drinking. That I could see. I could see him continue to be a drunk, continue to run up the bills, continue to fight. I could see all of that. This is one that I never saw them getting rid of the the menu. Never saw. It that. was too brilliant. It was with this. This is a how could you possibly? Oh my. God. Um, sales are down. Texas does allow you guys to does allow uh, local patrons to see receipts. Um, before the renovation, they were making about fifty nine thousand dollars a month. Now they're making about forty two thousand dollars a month. Uh, forty nine and forty eight were April and May, so they're making about ten grand less per month after betraying the JB Taco concept. At the same time, though, reviews are good. The one thing that they've done with the new bar, which is now called Rockets. Um, is there's a karaoke night, and most of the reviews are talking. Oh, okay. Oh, that's great. Why didn't I think of that? It's original, right? No one's doing karaoke. You could have done karaoke with your tacos. I know. You're so right. But if I had karaoke, Rockets, what the fuck? Jeff. It's crazy. Okay, tell me. I mean, it's Rockets, and tell me about Rockets. Uh, Positive reviews, friendly people, great atmosphere. Under new ownership, which it's actually not new ownership, but Rockets is an awesome place to stop and grab a quick drink or bite to eat. The staff is friendly, and the food is scrumptious because they have plenty of great entertainment. From the best shuffleboard tables I've seen to amazing billiards, darts, and even unique games like chess, they have it all. Uh, Since the new owners have taken over, interesting... Uh, I'm seeing conflicting info on this bar rescue updates because on the other links in news, I'm seeing that John and Bert still own. Over here, I'm seeing yep, that someone no. named Jay owns. Jay could be John. Oh. Furthermore, yes. they might think the yeah, reviewer may think believe because it's a new name, it's yes. a new owner. That's probably it. Crazy. Uh, negative reviews. We went after Bar Rescue came, and it was supposed to be JB Taco with the largest taco menu in Texas. So obviously they went excited to <laughs> yes. to. to, to oh. They didn't have anything prepped to make any of the 51 tacos on the menu. So they gave us a menu with four choices, including cheeseburger, hot dog, grilled cheese, and wings with potato chips. We liked the old menu, but they had hardly had anything prepped before either. Do you think they just couldn't handle a big menu? Okay, here's the other thing. This is the other red flag. Hey, 
Chef, Chef, by the way, <laughs> Chef, who just was released from you know San Quentin. Hey, Chef, <laughs> how long you been here? Three months. Oh, okay. Lead bartender, how long you been here? Nine months. So you can tell it's a shit show. Yep. You can you know when you have rotation like that, revolving door. Revol- you just know that it's very very difficult to succeed. Yes. And so when you've got that's your staff. And, you know, you know, there's a problem with management, and yeah, you're no, you're not going to be able to handle a menu. And by the way, like if you're, if this is a guy who's guys who, when the chips are down, they're going to sit and drink, you're screwed. Like th- those are the guys who are supposed to be. Like, oh, my kitchen guy didn't show up. Okay, I got it. I'm in there tonight making the tacos. So I can see where that would be hard for them to handle. But right. I have a funny feeling there was such small variations. Of the tacos that you could make it work. Oh, yeah. Of you course. know what I mean? Like one is has pepper and salt and one has salsa. Okay, that's two. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? There's a way there's a way to make you could get to that fifty one. Oh yeah. You know? Um there's a way to do it without um uh taxing you're ordering, and you, I understand Inventory. if you had to order right. If if you had to order fifty one different things, keep it fresh, keep it up to. I get it where they couldn't handle it, right? But I think it was it's it's chicken, it's steak, and it's it's veg some kind of vegetables, right? right? With small variations, and different I think, sauces, right? And different sauces, or even different kinds of vegetables, which you freeze vegetables, right? Fine, we get tons of those. So I think there's plenty of different ways to 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 do it, you know. Um, and again, but when you're L A M E, absolutely, you know, and I just uh, one more just piece of gold on these bar SQ updates, guys. Uh, a link to Bert's LinkedIn page lists him as the owner of Rocket Sports Bar, but on his resume on LinkedIn, misspelled as Rockers Sports Bar. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Uh, wow! Before oh, it's we wrap sports up, bar. Sports. So now oh, yeah. it's sports. Now it's sports, but also karaoke. So. Oh, this is just yeah, just it's just when you're just the stu- the two stooges, <laughs> Shemp and Mo. We do have to go out on a highlight, so we're going to do our Taffer takeaway. Okay. We alluded to it before, but for me, I have to just applaud John for not only taking what could be a hurdle, which is how do we revamp this menu with one item, but turning that hurdle into a superpower, which was revolutionizing their taco menu, basing it around one item, and rather than making that a limitation, making that a novelty. That is how you do it. That is, for me, a big takeaway. Next time I'm facing a challenge, rather than viewing it as a challenge or even a hurdle to overcome, I'm viewing it as a way to make the product yeah. even better. Well, yeah, what's the opportunity? You know, Tony Robbins, his line is, life is happening for you, not to you. Love it. So it's always, yeah, it's hard, believe me, because when you're in the grill, being grilled yourself, you know, and no pun intended, it's hard to say, okay, how is this happening for me? Mm. Where are the positives that come out of this? Or how do I spin this into something positive? But I think if you have that mindset, you know, look at us, Jeff, here at AfterBuzz. Mm. No matter how much we've had to, um, we've had budget issues, whatever, I'm, we're always growing. Yep. We never, we've never stopped growing, no matter what's been thrown at us. And, um, you know, that's a growth mindset that's going to get you that. But you're right. I like that. I like, I think, I think even I'm going to be more mindful of, of not just, I've always been like, how do I overcome the hurdle? Mm-hmm. I've never looked at it like, how do I turn this into something positive? How do I make an opportunity here? And I, I, I think that's a, it's a fantastic takeaway. Uh, update on Rick Roundhouse. We, we oh, promised to talk. We did promise it. He emailed us, uh, and he said they are actually reopening. Great. He's like, we're just down for a while. We are reopening. So you know what? 
uh, Jeff, can you respond? Yes, I will. And to him and just get an update and find out why they went down. Mm -hmm. Because, by the way, this was one of my favorite physical renovations of a bar. It was a really big space. Loved it. And John did the... Not the front, the inside, and the outside, the backyard area. Like it, it was one of my favorite uh, physical renovations. Let's see if we can get him on the phone for five minutes next week. Yeah, I'd like to Quick find five out. five minute update from Rick. I would, I would love to. Okay. Um, I'm going to try, guys. If not, I'll at least have an update via email. But that's why you have to tune into our show. Uh, we're going to do quick, quick predictions and then get out of here. Okay. But uh, we saw a little preview for next week. Yes, we have a- your After Buzz TV predictions. We've got, uh, it looks like a big alpha male dictator you know yeah he's he looks great it's like the he doesn't look too sensitive though which is good oh he my, doesn't look like he's gonna break easily uh, i think he's great I, he's <laughs> one of those bull like big animal types that just goes in head first and it's just a, yeah I, I yeah i'm i'm expecting uh yeah i it'll be interesting to see if he takes john's beating because he's a big guy and he seems like a bully um but i always say like there's two kinds of morons you've heard me say this before there's the nice moron. Like I have a guy who does my no, I have a guy who works on my house mm-hmm. and he's he's a moron, but he's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And his work's not great, but he's a nice guy. Right. And we he's in a, he's honest. And so you know what? Like I have him there. Mm-hmm. And uh but the worst kind of moron is the defiant moron. <laughs> is the moron who thinks they know everything, the moron that is telling everyone how it should be and what to do. Like that's so next week, and by the way, every almost every week we have a defiant moron right. on Bar Rescue. But it looks like we've got a defiant moron next week. And that's why we tune in, guys. Of course, that's Bar Rescue. That is the the home of defiant. It's the Disneyland of defiant morons. Yeah. And that's why <laughs> really we tune is. in every week. And of course, you guys should be tuning into our after show every week, which we really appreciate. Quickly, I've been checking our Bar Rescue iTunes reviews. We've gotten a couple, but we'd love for you guys to write that review as well. Because on we iTunes. will read it on Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. Yes. Thank you, Kev. Those Apple Podcast reviews really push the show, guys, and they bring traffic to our show. We're just as passionate about Bar Rescue as you are, and we want to spread the love and help tap out not that he I, I have an help, update from taffer ooh, we have a text from taffer so this is why you tune in okay i texted him literally one of your greatest concepts you know the most tacos in all of texas and then in capital letters of my second text was and they effing dumped the concept wtf then i sent him the video of my reaction <laughs> and i wrote my staff taped my reaction anticipating my shock which you can clearly see and john's response i miss you buddy Oh, Taffer, we'll bring you on the show. <laughs> I miss you, so. Let's get it. We'll, before the season's wrapped, if we have time, we'd I, love to get it's Taffer It's so funny because John takes it so hard. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. But that's his brilliance. It's incredibly conscientious. Like, he's the coach that, like, halftime he throws the water cooler. He's a, You know, there's an old Boston Celtic named Tommy Heinsohn. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a player and then a coach. And he's a commentator. And they and he's, like, now almost 80. And he does, like, the halftime reports. And he'll, he'll do some. Yeah, but here's the thing. To this day, he bleeds so much for the Celtics that if they don't play well or there's bad calls from the refs, he has to go outside and walk around in circles. Like he throws things against the wall. Like, and I love that kind of passion. And like, John, like to this day, John plays along with Pirates, but you can see he still wants to like whack me in the head when I bring it up. He cares. You know, oh, cares so much. So even I think it's like I miss you, buddy. Like I think he's just like I don't want to talk about it. I miss seeing you. I like, but I love that. I but that's why he's great. You know, anyone who's got show, passion. You know, there's an earnestness as much as John 
goes in there and he knows how to produce good TV. He's an earnest guy. Yeah, he's got such passion. And, he really does. And that drives everything. Authenticity and passion. Absolutely. Know? And that's what we have here at AfterBuzz TV, guys. So we thank you for tuning in. And of course, we're here every week, every Monday at 2 p.m. We thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hop on iTunes, write those uh, Apple Podcasts, write those reviews, and we will read them on air. Until then, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. Thank you so much for tuning in. Kev, this is a highlight of my week. Uh, me too. So I love it. Subscribe, you guys, to our reality channel, where yes. Jeff also does the Bachelor, Bachelor shows. Right. And I'm glad Kevin mentioned our 90 Day Fiance News Now's videos have been yeah, that was right. A, uh, Killing. Undergarment genius there. And, uh, right. And so soon yeah. we'll be doing some other shows, Jeff. Right. Wink, 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 wink. That you're going to be involved in. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. And we're doing so much here at the network. After guys. Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. The ESPN of TV talk. We will see you guys here next week. Thanks for tuning in. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.